Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the word of God. Let's give that hand of applause to Jesus. Isn't he worthy? Praise God. Amen. It definitely is an honor to be here. This is my first time uh, at the Life Church KC, and it is a beautiful place, and I can feel a beautiful spirit. Amen. And, uh, and I want to thank my husband for allowing me to travel in the ministry of prayer and his support. He's very much an advocate of prayer as well. And of course, I honor Bishop and Sister Gleason. Are not they amazing? Amen. Sister Marlene Gleason. And of, co- of course, uh, Pastor Justin. Amen. And Sister Anna Gleason. The entire Gleason family, they are amazing. I'm meeting more and more of them, and I can just feel that same kindred spirit. Amen. And it's also great to be with our other guests that's been mentioned already, uh, Dr. Art Wilson and Sister Wilson, Brother and Sister Lane. I think I see Brother and Sister Swartzler in the back. Amen. They will be helping to lead in prayer. And all of you who are here in ministry and just all of you who are part of this church and perhaps visiting It's so great to be with all of you. And Brother Santo Miera, if I said that right, has been such um, an amazing person helping to coordinate this conference and his team working with me. Amen. So with all of that being said, I do feel like God has given me something specifically for this service tonight. So if you would turn your attention to the word of God with me, amen, praise God. And uh, let's go to Exodus chapter 13, verses 21 through 22. Exodus 13, 21 through 22. And it reads, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before his people. Now I do want to jump to Exodus chapter 40 verses 36 through 38, and whatever version you're reading in, it may uh, read a little bit different. Uh, And it reads, and when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward on in all their journeys. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was upon the tabernacle by day, And fire was on it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Bishop Gleason, if you would lift up your voice and pray.
Amen. You may be seated. I would like to uh, talk tonight or title this message, Prophetic Prayer, but I have a subtitle, and that subtitle is Transitions. Transitions. I want you to look at someone next to you and say transitions. Tell them, I am transitioning. Now, when I was, when I found out that I was going to speak and it was confirmed, uh, immediately I thought, okay, Lord, what would you have me to speak on? I did not expect him to answer me immediately. I had not even really prayed. And immediately he spoke the word transitions. And then later as I was praying and I got busy preparing for the conference and doing other things, and, uh, and it came uh, across my mind again about, oh, I need to prepare. And the Lord spoke the word again clearly to me, transitions. He said, this is what I am doing at the Life Church KC. And of course, the obvious part of it is that there has been transitions. Uh, of course, now uh, Bishop Gleason is bishop and uh, Pastor Justin is pastor. And, uh, but that, even though that's transpiring, it goes beyond that. God is doing a work of transitions in the church, in your life, and there will be transition that will occur even at the conference that is coming up. The definition of transition is change. It is the process of moving from one state or condition to another. A transition is moving from one point to another. It essentially is moving forward. God is repositioning you. God is repositioning us. Amen. He wants to strategically position you so that you could be able to access things that you've never accessed before. It's leaving from one place to another. Elijah could not get to Bethel without leaving Gilgal. The same is true about Jericho. He could not get to Jericho without leaving Bethel. And so some things you leave behind, but then some things you gain ahead. You let go of the old and you trust God and then you embrace the new. And so this is what God was doing with the children of Israel in the wilderness. He was leading them. He was guiding them. He said that God said, I will guide you with my eye. Amen. And we read the scripture text. They were guided by the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. God is elevating the church to do greater things. Amen. Do you believe that? If you believe that, say amen. How many of you feel a witness in the spirit that this is actually happening in your life right now? Now, I think what the Lord has given me, of course, transition can refer to maybe a 
a negative transition or a positive transition. But what I feel in the spirit, what is happening here, uh, has to do with positive transition. It has to do with the spiritual. God wants to take you to a greater place in the spirit. Are you ready to receive it? I mentioned before that the Lord directly spoke to me and he told me transitions. This is what I am doing here. So this is what is happening. God is transitioning Pastor Justin Gleason to a greater place in the spirit with anointing power and authority that we're going to see the greatest part of the manifestation of it in this church, in this community, in this city, and everything that he's involved in abroad. But in order for that change to occur, there's a change that's happening with Bishop Gleason as well. And when I mention them, that refers to their spouses and their family. God is not only going to continue to use them here in some respect, but he's readjusting. He's repositioning you. He is about to take you around the world. There are going to be some global things that's going to happen, praise God. And not only just with the ministry that God has given you, but even with five-fold ministry, God's going to impact nations. I'm talking about transition. Do you believe it? Can you imagine if people around the world would get a hold of what God is doing in this hour? It will impact revival and harvest like never before. Not only did he speak those things to me, he showed me a vision. And I have been working with so many things uh, this week, uh, it slipped my mind exactly what it was. Uh, because in prayer, you know, sometimes God will show you multiple things. And especially if you're working on projects and you have natural things to see about, uh, it's hard to maybe keep up with things if you don't write it down. And so in my mind, I was thinking this evening, I was like, okay, God, what else did you show me? You showed me a vision. And it's amazing, as soon as I walked in this church, it seems like things are just flowing in the spirit. And then when I walked in, I met Sister Marissa. And then I'll, as she greeted me, she said, uh, she said, okay, here are my two girls here, and uh, they just love unicorns. And I'm like, that's what I saw. Isn't that something? When I was praying for... Uh, Pastor Justin and Bishop Gleason, the Lord showed me a vision. Uh, at first, when I saw Bishop Gleason, I saw a unicorn with a horn. And that's symbolic, of course. We know that certain things God will use uh, as symbolism to send a message across. And so I saw it charging forward. And the Lord said that I'm going to put such a great anointing upon you. And that horn represents 
power and you're going to transition from one place to the next as I use you and send you abroad around the world in different places. Praise God. And then I saw Pastor Justin, the same thing. You were charging forward and this transition is positive. You're going to charge forward. God's going to use you. This church is going to grow. There's going to be revival. There's going to be harvest. God's going to do a great work. But the transitioning will not only happen at the Life Church KC, it's going to happen around the world because he's stretching you. He's moving you from one place to the next. It's another dimension. It's power. It's authority. The horn of authority. Praise God. I feel such a witness in the spirit. Hallelujah. God is elevating you. Praise God. There are going to be people impacted by transition at this conference. Their lives will never be the same. They're going to step into a place in the supernatural that they've never been before. God's going to transform them. When they go home, things are going to be different. When you go home, things are going to be different. Even tonight, God is reaching for some of you that things are going to be different. You don't have to Except the status quo or the average, but you're going beyond the average to a new place. You're transitioning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Transition. As I said, it's not always negative. Salvation is transition. Healing it's transition. If the media team could help me out, I sent them some pictures. If you can put the first one on, on the screen. Last year, World Network of Prayer conducted, uh, conducted a conference. I think it was their seventh or eighth. New England Territory Summons, where all of the district superintendents in that area gathered together and the saints from the churches. And we have a prayer conference. Uh, next picture. One of the speakers was Dr. Art Wilson, and he was telling a testimony about when he was in Pakistan, and there was a man who had a withered hand, and they prayed for that man, and God healed him. He stretched out his hand. It was a miracle, and the people rejoiced. And you know what? We get excited when we hear testimonies of third world countries. But God wants to do this in greater measure here, and he will do it. In that same conference, after he told that testimony, and there was altar call and people were praying. This man ran up to me, and he said, Sister Shaw, he said, I work at such and such a place, and I injured my hand and my arm and he said I've been going to therapy and they said it would take weeks and weeks to heal but after I heard that testimony I believed it and I reached out for prayer and the therapist I, I, he said before that point I could not even
even squeeze my hand. I could not even go this far with my fingers. But he said, the Lord touched me and healed me. Look at me now. I'm making a fist. Praise God. Hallelujah. God wants to build your faith. It's time for you to make a fist at the devil and get him out of your house. Get him out of your life. Get him out of your situation. You're going to get healing physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Someone say transitions. Next picture. I was in Wisconsin last year in June, and I was speaking at a prayer rally, then a ladies' banquet on Saturday, uh, and then the church on Sunday. And the pastor and his wife invited me to go to the hospital to pray for a young man. Uh, His name is Jordan. He contracted COVID the year before that, and he had complications ever since that time. He was planning uh, at being in church on Sunday. But all of a sudden, by that Wednesday, he became ill. He could barely walk. They rushed him to the hospital. Next thing that he knew, things had escalated. He was paralyzed from the waist down. And so Saturday, they asked me to go and pray with them. And sometimes it may be inconvenient. I was exhausted. We had the rally that night. I was busy. I could have said, well, no, or maybe another time. But I went, and a lot of times God will do the greatest miracle when it's inconvenient for you. When you don't feel like it, when pastor or bishop asks you to do this, and you say, oh my goodness, I have other things to do. Perhaps that's when God wants to transition a situation in your life. So we went, and I could say many things about that, but I don't have time. And, uh, and so here it is, we prayed for him. He asked to take a picture uh, with me. And he said, Sister Shaw, he said, before you even came, I had never met him before. He said, God spoke your name to me. I thought, forget about my name. We're going to call on the name of Jesus where the power is. And so here it is about uh, a week, a uh, week and a half later or so, he, um, and right when we prayed for him, uh, he told the pastor, he says, you know what? I felt uh, like a tingling uh, in my leg. And then uh, he, the pastor saw his toe move. And uh, he said, do you know you're moving your toe? He said, really? He said, well, that's never happened before. Sometimes when God heals you, it's a process. It may not be a miracle, but if God has healed your body, you claim it, you hold on it, and allow it to manifest. Don't let the devil lie to you. So here it is, a week and a half later, so he sends me this. Doesn't even have my information. Got it through Messenger, and I was like, what is this? He sent me this collage of pictures, numbered just like this. He says, Shaw, let me tell you what happened. The doctors tried everything, shock treatments, this and this and that, and it was nothing that they could do. They told me I'd be a paraplegic, and I'd never be able to walk again. Whose report will you believe? He said, look at me. He said, in picture number one, remember when you visited. Picture number two, they wheeled me in a wheelchair to church. Picture number three, I'm walking in church on a walker. Picture number four, praise God. Actually, this was over two weeks two weeks period. In picture number four, he's walking on a cane. Praise God. This was in June. 
he texted me uh, last week and he said, Sister Shaw, I'm still walking. I'm totally walking. God healed him completely. Transition of healing. God wants to do that tonight and in this conference. Praise God. God is doing a great work in revival and harvest. I see young people in here. God's using young people. I know Sister Michaela Gleason has been working with us, WNOP, as um, AYC director, and we have, we've partnered on a couple of trips. And one of them is uh, the Baton Rouge, Louisiana trip in June. And we had a Zoom meeting uh, last week with uh, Brother Morgan and, 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 and Sister Michaela and the team there in Baton Rouge. And in that meeting, one of the local pastors, Brother Taylor, was telling us when we meet, there is the churches are coming together. But there is someone that he had just met with, a a Baptist pastor, a friend of his. He said they had lunch. And he said, don't you know that Baptist pastor said that there are those uh, in the group. And he said, myself, I have a hunger. Uh, We want to know more and understand. Understand, and we want the outpouring of the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. He said, I had that experience when I was young, and we're going to have an event in their church, and I believe the Holy Ghost can fall, and God can do a mighty work. He wants to transition denominational churches into apostolic churches. And God wants to use you, young people, everybody. I got to go quick now. My time is running out. The Ashbury Revival that most of us have heard about, that made headline news, and that's been monumental. The hunger, the humility, the repentance, the power, the presence of God. It has uh, made a commendable impact. But God wants revival to be everywhere and not just confined to a few places. So the focus should not just be university, but it should be universal. And that's what God is doing. It's a universal church. This thing is about to spread, praise God. I want you to pull the next pictures up. A few years ago, I think it was 2018, 2019, I was in the room praying. God gave me. Um, I had a burden to pray for Brother Stone King, and, uh, and I had a, a dream also. I dreamed he was at a university, and he was talking to the students and ministering. And I remember I could even feel the angel of Brother Barnes, and I felt that Brother Barnes' prayers had gone forth before him. And so I, I spoke to Bishop Bernard, and I said, I feel that Brother Stone King, um, you know, if he would be willing to, uh, should come to Urshan College and speak. And, uh, and so Brother Bernard felt that that was a good idea to present for approval. And, uh, and, uh, and so I talked with Brother Stone King. He said, Sister Shaw, I feel a witness. I feel that I need to go there. And sure enough, the door opened. And even the, uh, the, the campus pastor said, we've been trying to get Brother Stone King here for years. Why is he coming now? But when God wants to transition from one place to another, he'll begin to move upon the hearts of people. The power of God. Next picture. He came.
came and he spoke. The power of God moved through that university. Young people in your schools, in your whether you're in grade school, high school, junior high school, college, uh, your workplace, uh, get ready. God wants to use you. If you have a hunger, don't hold back. God wants to use you as a vessel. Next picture. I have to go quick because my time is out. This is a close friend of mine. Her name is Floor. It's so funny because my name is spelled F-L-O. Hers is F-L-O-R. She's standing on the end in the red jacket. She uh, is a, an employee at the University of Houston. And uh, she sent me her own personal testimony. I asked her to write it down. For two years, she had been trying to get a meeting there started, a prayer meeting or, or, or just a, a service. But uh, nothing had been happening. She had asked. And then some, a few students that went to one of the apostolic churches uh, uh, presented it as well. And they worked with their pastor. And they presented it to the university. And it was turned down. It was turned down. They presented it last year, but they kept going back. They presented it this year. It was, it was turned down. Even though you may have been pursuing some things and there seems to have been roadblocks, uh, don't give up because if God put that in your heart to start a P7 club, to go out and to reach people, whatever it is he's calling you to do, God will honor it. And so lo and behold, they approved it earlier this month. The University of Houston with thousands of people there. So here it is. They just had a service. I don't think it's been even two weeks ago. Next picture. People. They were expecting a few people to show up. Over 300 students showed up. They begin to cry out and seek God. Next picture. They begin to seek for the Holy Ghost. Next picture. They begin to reach out to God. Next picture. Six people got filled with the Holy Ghost. Three got baptized in the name of Jesus. Transition in your school. Make a difference on your campus, your workplace, your community, your family. I'm talking about transition. You've been waiting. You've been praying. Job said, I'm going to wait till my change comes, till my transition comes. And your transition is upon you. And the years you have been praying for now it's about to break open praise God God does not want to, us to be limited praise God hallelujah next picture I'm about to close hallelujah go to the and someone's being baptized right there they took it outside University of Houston next picture a few years ago Actually, it was the year when I would, that was our last meeting with COVID shut down. And uh, ABI heard about what happened at Urshan College. So it was like, we want it. Come and train us. And so we went. And, uh, and Brother Stone King was a, a speaker there, too. And we heard so many wonderful things, even about you, Bishop Gleason. They loved it when you came. Transitioning transitions were happening there and so we took a group picture after the training one day and we called it operation abi what god was going to do next picture here it is brother stone king all the students are 
are there in the, the gym chapel area, and he's teaching and he's training them. Praise God. Next picture. Well, let me tell you what happened. This is the second time we went. They, the president uh, invited us back again, and uh, the staff, and they wanted us to come, and so this is the second time. And, uh, but the first time that we went, I'll never forget it. That's when things began to shut down in the month of March because of, of COVID. And I remember that was our last meeting for that year. Brother Stone King, when he was there, the power of God swept the place. And he made a comment that stuck with me. He said, Sister Shaw, I have never, ever felt the power of God anywhere. Anywhere, like I felt among those students there and the way God moved. Why? Because there was a hunger. That's what was at Asbury too as well. I'm telling you, when you have a hunger and when there's humility and when you have faith and when you seek God, he is ready to show up. And they grabbed a hold of something. I mean, they were on the floor. They were all over the place. Well, this second time we went back. Next picture. Let me tell you what happened, Brother Joe Capitella. He was one of the speakers as well. Brother Stone King, the second time, couldn't come, uh, but he, um, we, he zoomed in, and he began to share. And even before that meeting, I was talking to him on the phone, and he was saying, Shaw, God has been showing me something. I've been working on something, and just tell me what you think about it. And so he was telling me. Uh, he said, don't you know, and you may have heard this before. He said, when, when astronauts go into space, when they get to a certain point, they start feeling the presence of God. And he said, it's amazing, and I've been studying that. And I said, it's true, Brother Stone King. I have a sister that works for NASA. She's been working there for over 30 years on the space station and other projects, and uh, she oversees a team of 18 people. And, uh, and she has shown me documents. Some of this they'll show publicly and some they won't that some astronauts not only do they feel the presence of God they go up into space as atheists and they come back believers some of them have seen reported even seeing angelic beings and angels and so I thought I said that is interesting he said well you know what I found out sister Shaw he said don't you know it always seems to be six feet above the earth's atmosphere is the spot that they feel the presence of God. And he said, could it be? You know, the Bible says that Satan is the God and you could stand of this world. And he said, could it be that he has jurisdiction and authority, but there's a ceiling up to that point? Praise God. But he can't go beyond that. And he said, but let me tell you what the Lord showed me. He said, when people get in a spirit of prayer and in worship, it begins to shred the atmosphere. And they could go beyond to that next level, level transition from this earthly plane, from this natural plane to a place uh, to sit together with him in heavenly places where the devil and the reason why astronauts uh, feel the presence of God beyond that six feet above the atmosphere, he said probably is because the devil is limited to that point and beyond that he does not exist. 
revelation that is. And he said, the vehicle that would take you there is worship. So if you can break through in the spirit, when you send your request to God according to his will, there are no limits. The devil cannot hinder you. These young people got a hold of this. Let me tell you what happened. They had just heard Brother Stone King talk about that. That night when there was altar call, they came up to the altar, these students. It was other people there, too, because it was a conference. The, the girls, the young ladies were, and the ladies were on this side, the young men, the men were on that side, and they were seeking God. And I remember when I was praying, I heard and I saw a young man. He was standing there praying, and then uh, next thing you know, I guess he had his phone, and he was looking at something, and then, uh, 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 then one of the, uh, the, the teachers, the staff, was talking to him. But before that happened, uh, when he had his phone, he threw himself on the floor and just started screaming and yelling out. And I thought, that doesn't sound like travail. That sounds like anguish or pain or something. And so they rushed to him. Uh, Brother Seth Gilead, okay, he rushed to him. And they began to talk and pray, and they stayed around him. Come to find out, he told me. Uh, he said, you know what happened? At that time, Sister Shaw, he said, let me tell you what happened. This is a Amazing. I'm talking about a place where there are no limits. What had happened? He found out that his best friend had committed suicide and had died. And Brother Seth told this young man, he says, you know what? We could just pray about it. This young man was not saved. He said, God, he has life and death in his hand. God can do whatever. We're going to pray. We're going to give this to God. We're going to believe. Brother Stone King had already preached about faith and reaching that place where anything was possible. And they prayed. Now it had been over 30 minutes. This young man was dead. There was even a nurse on the scene that they knew had checked it out. The paramedics, EMS, had already been there and confirmed that this young man was dead. Do you have dead situations? where the devil has told you there's no hope. It cannot be resurrected. And all of a sudden, after they got together and touch and agree and pray and transition to that place, they got a call back and they said, the young man is alive. Praise God. God's going to raise some situations and we're going to enter into prayer right now. Praise God. That's it. Let's pray right now. Then I'm going to have others come up and pray. Hallelujah. If you want to transition, I want all of you to come up front because I'm going to have Bishop Gleason and Pastor Justin and, and, and Brother Lane and, and Brother Wilson. They're going to lead in prayer too. Praise God. And Brother Caleb Gleason. I want you to be nearby. But right now, I'm going to lead you in a quick prayer about transitions. Whatever you feel God is transitioning you to. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil hinder you. In the name of Jesus, we touch and agree right now. We come, oh Lord, to you before your throne of grace right now. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke, we bind, we come against any hindrance, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we present ourselves to you. 
our bodies, our minds, our souls, our spirit as a living sacrifice. Take us into that secret place. Take us to that heavenly place where there is no limits, where faith can be released for us to see the impossible with men it may be impossible but with God all things are possible to them that believe that they keep pressing you're transitioning this message is for the life church KC you're transitioning in your own walk with God your relationship you're transitioning to be used mightily in the kingdom. You're transitioning to the place where God wants you to be. You're transitioning. You're changing location. You're moving to a new place. It's a higher place. It's a better place in the Holy Ghost. You're transitioning from sickness to health. You're transitioning from poverty to wealth. You're transitioning from being a stagnant Christian to being mobilized. You're transitioning from unbelief to faith. You're transitioning in every area that God has called you to. Keep praying. Keep pressing. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.